This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hey everyone, welcome to Round Ball Stew. It is Monday, March 1st. Today, it is our serviceable and intriguing waiver wire pickups. We'll look at a couple of bad teams with big opportunities. The last call on a couple of waiver wire names we have mentioned a bunch of times. They're finally on the brink of being added in too many leagues for us to talk about them. All of that and more coming up in just a second. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. It's hard not to add a side of hot, crispy hash browns to your favorite McDonald's breakfast. It's even harder not to eat said hash browns before you get home. Right now I'm joined by Steve Alexander. Steve, what is the word? Uh, you and I have a nice little battle going in one of our leagues. The last Roto World League, I believe, is what that one is called. That's correct, we do. We do. You're whooping up on me. I'm, I'm beating you in points. I'm beating you in threes. You're beating me in boards and assists. You're up six three. I've got I've got a full boat. Got a full full load of guys going today. But it's it's not looking very good because when I do that, when I load up like that, now I'm probably going to have a bunch of turnovers. But it's pretty good. Pretty good battle. I saw that you, your team's hitting a lot of threes. I don't know who's doing that for you, but you got quite a lot of three pointers there, pal. Well, and if Jason Tatum didn't choose to take the week off, the outcome might be a little different, but he's been a little shaky. Well, you led me right to the city where we're going to begin this in Boston, because this is the last waiver wire call, I believe, for Robert Williams, Steve. For the time, Lord. (laughs) 37% rostered. We have a 40% cut off in Yahoo leagues for this particular podcast. He went for 14 points, 11 boards, four dimes with a steal and three blocks on Friday. One of those tantalizing time Lord games that reminds you of his potential. He was set to play again on Sunday. Obviously there's every chance in the world that he was going to go for like six points, three boards and a block in that game. And to that end, the time Lord has been frustrating, but he reminded us on Friday, he has very clear league winning upside if and when the Celtics consistently give him minutes, Steve. We talked about this 
recently, at least we've seen the news, it's out there on the site, you know, in some of our recent blurbs that there are reports that they're planning to up his minutes later in the season. They're basically saving him for later in the season. So to that end, it's actually, I mean, it's great to have confirmation of that because a lot of times we just want that to happen and the coach has absolutely no plans of it happening. In this case, the coach has basically confirmed he's planning to do that. So he's basically telling you that Robert Williams is going to be a monster by the time the <laughs> fantasy playoffs roll around. Well, after our last po- our podcast last week with Adam, I went out and immediately picked up Time Lord in the like three leagues he was somehow still available in. And then he did that on Friday, and I was I was so fired up. And like we've talked about in the past, you know, Brad Stevens has said he's going to play him more in the second half of the season. They're sort of saving him for the second half. I don't really know why. It's not like he's he's an old, fragile guy that needs to be needs to be coddled. So I don't really understand the logic there, but I'm not going to argue with it because as long as they're going to give him more minutes, I'm in. I'm not going to drop. Uh, I'm not going to drop the time lord. I'm just not going to do it. I'm I'm all in. I do think it is that last point you made is key. I think we're going to be tested though. I think there are going to be those moments where Robert Williams still, you know, we saw that big game on Friday and and we all have short patience these days. I don't care what you say. I think that the time lord is going to test us and I think those who are patient and don't drop him when he has that 6.3 rebound game are going to be laughing when he is just dominating in the fantasy playoffs. And I, I don't know if, the bank. I don't know if I'll be I don't know if I'll be patient enough to hang on to him where I have him, but I'm gonna try. I'm trying to I'm trying to say it now so that I'll remember. Don't drop him. Do you That's need to tie it you need to tie a string around your finger? <laughs> it's the tattoo. This is a good memento tattoo situation. Put the put the tattoo on your arm. Do not drop Time Lord. And that's good because it's kind of for people who don't know fantasy hoops that would be a weird cryptic thing to have on your arm so that'd be just kind of cool to walk around with yes but you know other guys have tried our patience this year like robert covington kelly Oubre, michael porter jr chris boucher even though i'm the most impatient fantasy manager that i i even know of um i still have all four of those guys on all my rosters like i just there's certain guys you know how how yahoo has a a, a cannot cut list Yes. Well, Dr. A also has a cannot cut list. And those four guys and the Time Lord are on my cannot cut list. That would be a nice, I just thought of a pretty cool setting. You should be able to activate a cannot cut for your own roster. So you should be able to, like, in a moment of clarity, say, <laughs> I'm not allowed to drop the Time Lord for three weeks or whatever for a month. Like, you should be able to hit that button and then you there, can't you, drop him. You get impulsive. You cannot like, you undo can't. it. You cannot cut him for a month. Oh, why why can't you have a do not cut this guy, but like a nuclear button, like you hit yeah. that and he's on your roster for the next six weeks. There's nothing you can do about it. I love that idea. All right. Let's pitch this one upstairs. Also, to me, I think of like being at the blackjack table where it's like you're sitting there with your buddy and I'm like, don't let me come back to this table. You know what I mean? And then you get up, wander around for 10 minutes and you come back with, <laughs> with like a couple fresh bills and just lay them back down. Your or- friend just gives you a look. Or you're sitting there with your buddy and like, hey, if I hit these next two hands and if I get up, you know, $300, we're getting up and leaving. Then you get up, you're 300, you're feeling good. You're like, no, 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 two more hands. And it it just never, never goes well. Truly. All right. Let's talk about Jared Vanderbilt. Obviously, big changes in Minnesota, a new coach. Also, Malik Beasley has been suspended for 12 games. 
that's now, I believe, down to 11 because he missed one already, I think. He was going to miss a second game on Sunday. So basically, 10, 10 more games of Malik Beasley being suspended. This all puts Jared Vanderbilt on our radar again. So in his last two games before Sunday, he had 16 points, 6 boards, 4 steals, followed that up with 11 points, 12 boards, and 2 blocks on Saturday night. Now, the problem, Steve, as I think you know, after Minnesota's game on Sunday, just one game this week. But I think Vanderbilt's upside makes him worth a look regardless. This is one of those things where you put upside ahead of schedule, I think, and make him a pickup. Well, yeah, and the one game stinks because every other team plays two or three, but that's the key. Every other team plays two or three. So if you have a pacer who plays three games, that helps offset the one game. But on Vanderbilt, I'm not really worried about what the schedule says right now. Like he, as soon as he got those minutes, as soon as he had that big game, I was super pumped that I had picked him up in like three or four leagues right before that. I picked him up basically everywhere I could um, as soon as he had that good game. And now he's not available in any league I'm in. And he's not going to be available in any of your leagues fairly soon. So I, I think you ignore the schedule and you go get Vanderbilt if you can. All right, quickly backtracking to another guy we've talked about a bunch in recent weeks. This is probably your last chance to get Derek Jones Jr. on the squad in competitive leagues anyways. 30% rostered in Yahoo. A guy who Steve struggled so much to score for a lot of the season. Now has double-digit points in five of his last six. Multiple blocks in five straight games. The last six games overall, he's around 12 points, six and a half boards, two blocks per game, 1.23s. I don't know how long this can last, but you and I were both high on this guy coming into the season. It just feels like it's time for Derek Jones to uh, go on a run, which has already started. Yeah, and I I mean, I don't want to sound stupid here, but I mean, I feel like a lot of the the big calls that you and I have made recently— a lot of them are coming to fruition, and and for some reason we both kind of thought that it was time for Derek Jones Jr. to get going, and and that's exactly what has happened. Um, I actually had to drop him in a league uh, with a smaller roster just because I needed some games and I was having some issues. Uh, I didn't feel good about it, but you don't like threes um, and blocks. You're not into threes and blocks, huh? <laughs> I'm into threes and blocks. I'm into Derek Jones Jr. Actually, I've, I, I've got him in several several leagues, but there was one weird one where I I needed a roster spot, and he was the he was the worst one. It's a shallower league, but as if he wasn't already going to be gone, the Blazers are one of the few teams that plays three times this week, which makes him I mean literally automatic. You have to go get him. All right, Steve, by the time our listeners hear this, it might all be over, but Malik Monk has been hot prior to Sunday. He had scored 20, 29, and 25 points his last three games with a total of 14 triples. Now, Devontae Graham has been out, of course, so it's worth checking back on the status of Graham and checking to see what Monk did on Sunday as the Hornets have Monday and Wednesday games this week before the All-Star break. I mean, do you have any faith that Malik Monk's points and threes barrage has a couple games left? Maybe, but now um, fully realizing that I'm trapping you here because he might have posted a total dud on Sunday. Yeah, but I mean Terry Rozier hasn't been great either. Like, when was the last time you saw you heard a Terry Rozier explosion happen? He did have a 22 point game recently after a couple duds, though. He had a couple couple quiet ones and then a good game. Yeah, but I mean he he hasn't been blowing anybody's socks off lately. Like he sort of came out of the gate super hot and now. With Devontae out of the lineup, he should be going crazy in theory, but he's he's just not. Then you've got Devontae, who has probably lost his job permanently to LaMelo Ball. I don't think Devontae's going to 
move back in the starting lineup. But now you've got Ball, you've got Rozier, you've got Graham, you've got all three of those guys that Monk sort of has to compete with. And, and that's going to make it tough. But, you know, maybe he can play some small forward. Maybe he, maybe he somehow keeps it going because Malik Monk has looked very good. Uh, for the last three or four games, and he's actually looked decent all season long. So I'm not, I'm not ready to throw in the towel on Malik Monkey just yet. But he's also not a guy that I'm, I'm racing out there to pick up. By the way, Steve, this is how much we've talked before about your "what have you done for me lately" mentality. This is how much. This is a perfect example of it with Terry Rozier because he had a 12 point game and a 10 point game, right? Like basically two quiet, really quiet ones in a row. But before that, I'm playing, and I'm playing him against you. Yeah, I have him. Him and Jason Tatum. I know I have Rozier. I have Rozier in that league against you. Oh, I thought I had him. No, it's okay. But the point is. 12 points, 10 points in those two games. But in the four games before that, he had 34, 41, 33, and 36 points. And then he had 24 in the game after that. So I get what you're saying. Two of his last three games have been disappointing. But it's not like Rogier has exactly faded from from what he's been doing. <laughs> As you can probably tell, I did not pull up his game log before we did this. I just, I just assumed when Devontae Graham went out, we'd be hearing Rogier's name a lot. And apparently... He was going crazy <laughs> until two games ago, so that's my bad. I know I've got Rozier in the league, and I thought I had him in the one I was playing you, but no, you are correct. You have Terry Rozier, which is great that he's having sort of a down couple games. I need that to continue on Sunday, please. <laughs> All right, if you find yourself overwhelmed trying to manage your fantasy squads, if you don't know if Terry Rozier is on your fantasy team, check out our all-new League (laughs) Sync tool. It pulls in all of your team and league info from Yahoo to tell you the best players on waivers, who to start, who to sit, and much more. You can get access to League Sync, our DFS tools, and our betting tools by going to edge-plus.nbcsports.com. Enter the code STU10 for 10% off any subscription. Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Steve, this is the portion of the program where we visit the city of Detroit. Sabin Lee had a hot early start to last week, but his minutes have dipped back into the low 20s and shockingly... I think that means it's time to give a long look to, say it with me, Dennis Smith Jr. DeLon Wright <laughs> is out. The last three games for DSJ included 14 points per game, 4.7 dimes, 1.3 steals, a block per game, 1.7 threes, 
I, I don't know if this can last, but I am officially intrigued. Steve, he's just 14% rostered. I really didn't think I would be adding Dennis Smith Jr. anytime in the next three to five years. But here we are. I picked him up in the Roto World League. I'm playing him against you. And uh, I could see another uh, a little stretch here where Dennis Smith Jr. is going to continue to be relevant. What year is it? It's 2017, I think. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, yeah I, I was on the I was on the DSJ bandwagon back then. I don't understand why we're not seeing more Saban Lee. Saban Lee came in; he was hot. Everybody's like, "Oh, you got to go get Saban Lee." Jared, especially Jared's a huge Saban Lee supporter. <laughs> I'm not quite sure what happened there. I don't really trust the fact that this is all Dennis Smith Jr.'s job now, but. I, I'm not opposed to grabbing DSJ at this point and firing up and seeing what happens. I don't think DeLon Wright is probably out too much longer, probably he, like right after the All-Star break. Hopefully he's back. But, um, yeah, I mean, if you need a point guard and DSJ sitting out there, you could you could do worse. You said Jared is a, a big Saban Lee guy. How can you already be a big Saban Lee guy? Like, there, how is there time for that to have happened already? <laughs> Dude, I, I like one night I was like, hey, man, which one of these two guys should I put in my DFS lineup? He's like, if you don't have Saban Lee, you ain't winning. <laughs> Dude, I was my goal was to make whatever you're drinking come out of your nose. It, it almost, I, I missed. almost, dang, that's not my first rodeo, but it almost, it almost happened. Also, um, I have like 12 fantasy basketball rosters and i literally don't know who is on any of them so the fact that i didn't know that i was playing against instead of for terry rogier doesn't really surprise me it doesn't concern me y'all don't need to worry uh just yet i have no idea who's on any of my teams and you did say that the other day on the show actually yeah all right steve i can't wait any longer to talk about him isaac okoro has me once again intrigued as well he scored a season high 15 points with eight boards three dimes three steals and a three against you in the same league we've been talking about on saturday night during that stretch i thought he was on my team during that stretch (laughs) he's at almost 12 points around four and a half boards a couple of dimes 1.4 steals 1.0 blocks 2.23s still just nine percent rostered i mean again he's a he's a rookie he's I think 20 years old. I'm not going to say I'm totally buying in on the notion that like he's here to stay and we're not going to see any more frustrating stretches that make you want to drop him. But at the same time, for a guy who's 9% rostered, I just think it's worth picking him up and seeing where it goes from here. Well, I mean, I've been saying that all year because he's he's been getting... I mean, I think he's probably played over 30 minutes in almost every game that he's played in this season. My My guess would be that Maybe there's five or six where he was under under 30. That's that's a guess. He's playing so many minutes, and now he's suddenly starting to put up numbers. Uh, I like to – I'm only going to refer to him as Ike uh, instead of Isaac. I've just started doing that recently, and I, I can't stop. So I like Ike, and I am all fired up. I, I've got him on a lot of rosters. Apparently, I don't have him in – the league that you are beating me in right now, but I've got him in several because I like all those minutes. And eventually, if you're playing 32 minutes a game, you're going to start running into steals and blocks and threes, and stuff is just going to start automatically happening at some point. You're pretty close. He, I think we're at 10 games under 30 minutes or something like that. Maybe, no, maybe even less. Hold on. Three, four, five, six, seven. If I'm rounding up from 29.56, which I am to 30, I think seven. Pretty good call. It's pretty close. Yeah, very close. close. Yeah. 
What's not to like? What's not to like? Our old friend Daniel House has hit double digits in three straight for Houston, averaging around 13 points, three trays, nearly six boards and a block during that span. Houston has a two-game week coming up like almost everyone else, Steve, and I think House is worth a look. I believe he is in your lineup in that Roto World League where we're battling. There he is. He he is absolutely in that lineup. Um, and he's been playing good. Uh, for some reason, House has decided to wake up this week. Uh, but... Also, there's no Boogie Cousins. There's no Christian Wood. Other guys have had issues. Uh, David Nwaba kind of took a hit, it, I feel like, kind of fell out a little bit. But House is still in there, and he still he still looks good. I hate to say it, but we could we could have some fresh Danwell House jersey talk um, in the near future if he keeps playing like this. Yeah, it's great to see him back in the Scherzi conversation. You know, he's kind of out of Scherzi relevance for a while there, but I feel like we're back. He was the original Scherzi guy in our gambling bet conversation. He was. And and then he just disappeared. And, you know, at this point, it's trending toward that Scherzi coming to the city of Atlanta, Steve, if you know what I mean. We had a two for six from Luca on Saturday night from the free throw line. We had a two for nine the other day. We're sitting at 75.9%. That's 0.1% below what I need. Yeah. And, and we got the we got the two for nine out of the way, thank goodness. We got the two for nine out of the way, and then we piled on a two for six. <laughs> We're fine. There's nothing to worry about. All right. Kevin Durant is expected to be out through the All-Star break, at least with his hamstring injury. Bruce Brown has surfaced on the fantasy radar for the Nets. His last four games, as my alarm goes off, uh uh-oh, that doesn't mean the podcast is over in this case. His last four games, 17 points, 6.3 boards, 2.5 dimes, 1.3 steals. He's just 18% rostered. What do you think about Bruce Brown during this short week coming up? I certainly liked him on Saturday night. He needs injuries uh, to be relevant in fantasy, and he's got just that. I mean, Kyrie Irving and... Durant were out for that game. Now, once Kyrie's back, I've got some trust issues with Bruce Brown, but he looks good out there. He's a good fantasy guy in that he does a little bit of everything. I don't think he does a lot of anything, but he does a little bit of everything, which is fine. If you're in a pinch in a deeper league and he's sitting there, I'm fine with rolling with him as long as KD or Kyrie are out. All right, quickly back to Detroit. Rookie Isaiah Stewart had a couple strong games prior to Sunday total of 17 points, 21 boards, three steals, two blocks, and an average of just 20 minutes a game. Now, the minutes, like I just said, aren't there yet. He's only 5% roster, but I think in a deep league, you can do worse if you need a big man. The Pistons also play twice this week. I am very intrigued by him. He really did well uh, earlier this season when he made those surprise starts and put up some big numbers. He's a guy where I think you, you put eyes on him, you keep an eye on him, you see what Detroit is going to do. And if you notice his minutes start trending up, then you, you might make a move for him. All right, last note here, Steve, for me. Oklahoma City has a back-to-back situation this week on Wednesday and Thursday. So you might want to look at Isaiah Roby because we know that Al Horford is going to pretty much guaranteed to sit out one of those games. He's been sitting every back-to-back. He's just 8% rostered. Also, Steve, I didn't think we'd be saying this. Ty Jerome... Is, uh, has had a couple notable games for the Thunder. So in a very, very <laughs> look on your face. 
Yes. I wish I had a screenshot of that. The wide-eyed look on your face when I said Ty Jerome's <laughs> name was... It looked uh, like that dude in the boat uh, in Caddyshack when the yacht was about ready to hit his, hit his little fishing rowboat. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's a real deep one, but it's a back-to-back thing if you're playing in the league where streaming, streaming guys in there makes sense. Jerome has had a couple notable... Nothing exciting, but a couple notable games with Hamdou Diallo out in a super deep league. I think he was like 1% rostered as we taped this. Pretty much I'm prepared for you to spit out any possible name in the NBA at any time. The, I did not, did not see Ty Jerome coming, and I was literally shocked. <laughs> I have to go back. We are on video for this. I'm going to go back and see if I can get a screenshot of your face when I said Ty Jerome's <laughs> name. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I, I was looking him up because uh, I haven't even, literally haven't even noticed anything that Ty Jerome has done this season. Uh, I, I'm going to check it out. Don't do this in a normal size league. Only do this in a league where there's nobody else available. Don't do what? <laughs> 15 points, two assists, three threes. Ty Jerome, 30 minutes. Yeah. He's a shooting guard. Yeah. Okay. That's like that's when I do my daily dose and I write some guy named Ty Jerome <laughs> scored 15 points and two assists and three three-pointers. <laughs> Keep an eye on him. All right, that is about going to do it for us. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, wherever you listen. Take a moment to rate and review us as well. We'll be back here Wednesday and Friday, as always. Thanks to all of you for listening. Steve, thanks for taking the time. We'll talk to you very soon. Bye. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. It's hard not to add a side of hot, crispy hash browns to your favorite McDonald's breakfast. It's even harder not to eat said hash browns before you get home. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.